Sports. LeBron killed the game with that Laker name on his shorts. Sent the whole social media into a frenzy. Who wins on that? We about to get plenty. King James is home, and season's is never empty. The young Lakers wasn't playing with him last year, but they about to be a major problem this year. Past City with Zoda Ball never sticks. No booze, just cruise when the clock ticks. New era, Magic and Rob signed a bunch of picks. Ronda Lance, Beasley, McGee, boy, we get shit. Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show. Gadget, Mr. Untouchable, that's Robin Magic. Lakers always relevant, yeah, that's accurate. Ain't nothing like a Laker, just ask Jack Nick. Yep, yep, Lake Show got the swagger dagger. Got the jury bus swag, that's what I'm after after. Genie out here looking like the balls of all bosses. Throw your L's up, but we never take losses. Hope we carried us until we couldn't no more. Ain't for life, forever live 24. Feels like I'm living a dream. Nothing but showtime, worthy magic and career. It's been a long time coming. All hell the king, KCP3 and DJ Hart got that speed. I'm with the perfect gun across my chest like I'm a part of the team. This is God playing, I salute the whole team. Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show. Guess who's back? Welcome to the Lake Show. Like welcome to the Lake Show. No days off, welcome to the Lake Show. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. It's a dynasty. It's only one Lake Show, baby. What up, Coach Lou? Jesse Bus, Zubat. Gita and Brad, Special Sports Net. Shout out to all the Laker girls, South Bay Lakers, Laker Gang, Laker La Familia, Laker Nation, Lake Show. We on and we back. Lokeezy. What's going on? How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's going on. How's it going, man? Not much, man. Ready to get this thing started? Get it started. All right, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. On the line right now, I got my boy, Donald. What's going on, Donald? What's up, what's up? Not much, man. So, Lakers got Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kuzma. Out of, what is your expectations for this Lakers season? You think it's championship or bust this year? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, even even without, like, AD, 
like the fact that we have LeBron James, it's it's always going to be championship or bust. So then you add AD, I mean, like it's it's the same thing, championship or bust. Yeah, for for me, man, it's championship. It's championship or bust. This franchise is all about winning. I know the last six years hasn't, but our history shows that we're all about winning. And we don't care about moral season. We don't care about 55 wins, making the playoffs, and losing in the first round, and being okay with that. We're all about producing yeah. and not selfies. You know what I mean? Yep. Just like the Clippers do. Clippers are more about selfies. <laughs> you know who Clipper Dara is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I, I know exactly. he's stating that it's the Steve Ballmer era. He showed a thing on his Instagram showing the Lakers season versus the Clippers. For me... If you have, if you don't produce your championship in the Steve Ballmer era, it's a complete failure. So for me, for you, this question goes to you, Donald. Why do you think Clipper fans are excited about the opportunity? Why, why, why Clipper fans yapping their gums, talking mess to Laker fans? They don't run LA. Do you think well, Clippers run LA? Well, no, absolutely not. And and I mean, they have every right to like yap their gums to a certain extent. Because they, because they, like they have a squad, and and like they've been better than us, mm-hmm. you know, for like the for the for like many years now. But, but, I don't know if you listened to my podcast when I when I when I talked about this. But to me, the Clippers do not run LA. They're the best team in LA. They don't run it. You know what I mean? And until they win a championship, then they'll actually run LA. Because you mm-hmm. can't run something if you don't if you haven't won anything. Because because anybody can when, you know, like, anybody can win 60 games or win however many games. But if, but if, yeah, but if you don't I win, feel, it's I like a it failure. So how can you run something? You know why, you know why they're saying they run it? Like? Doesn't make because sense they beat them. us the last couple of years. Like, they've been blowing us up. Remember the year with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Redick, and all those guys, group of guys on that team. They, remember when they blew it? I remember they were dogging us by 40. It was in the second quarter. Um, it may, like, I understand why they think that. But for this yeah. city of Los Angeles – in order to produce championships, you have to prove it by winning it. Okay, let me give you a perfect example. The, the 2001 Lakers, their expectation was championship bus. If they didn't win it that year, complete failure. So a lot of Lakers fans are, are they're more so used to losing as a team. So their expectations, some Lakers fans' expectations, oh, if you make the playoffs, I'll be okay with that. Are you serious? No, it's championship or bust. Just look at Kobe in the 2000, from yeah. 2000 all the way to 2010. His mindset was championship or bust. I don't care if we, if we make the playoffs and lose in the first round. It's a complete failure. Let me give you a perfect example. Remember when the Lakers played the Magic and they were up 2-0 on the Magic? And uh, yep, they had, the reporter asked yeah. him, you, you should be oh, happy about 2-0. What should I be happy about? Be happy about Job may finish. But, like, I understand why Kobe's – his mindset is now because as soon as we got LeBron, my mindset was develop Lonzo Ball, develop Branding, or develop Kuzma, develop these young guys to improve. As soon as we got LeBron, my mindset changed from improving the roster to get LeBron help and win rings because he ain't here to sit back and walk. He ain't, LeBron didn't come here to lose, lose. He's here to win championship. And if he doesn't produce a ring in LA, do you think it, it will be the biggest um, failure in LeBron's career? No, I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a failure to to his career because of what he's done. Um, because like, like after after he came back three one to the Warriors, even though Kyrie helped him, of course, and Kyrie did did his part. Mm-hmm. But that but that but that was still LeBron's team, 
and him doing that, and like I think that that like cemented his career to where no one can really question like his ability or anything like that. Like after he did that, because not too many players yeah. could you know come back from three one, you know to one to one of the, to one of the best teams, you know in in the in the history of the of the NBA, you know. So I think I mean if he if he doesn't win one, I mean it, I don't think it would really matter because you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it would really matter, but it's going to yeah. happen. Like, he's going to win one here with us. Or two. Yeah, or four, maybe. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. He'll be the second player in Laker history besides yeah. Elgin Baylor that didn't win a championship. So, for us, we have expectations. I'm, I don't, I'll, like, LeBron, he's a great player, but if you don't win a championship within the next three years, it'll be a complete failure. And for me, as a fan... Lakers need to win or it'll be completely failed season for me, man, because I still have trust in his front office. But what is your thoughts about the front office in general? Do you think did, – did you think that it was dysfunctional? To me, it was dysfunctional. I think it was just a lot of he said, see shit, a lot of misunderstanding. What do you think about the front office? Like, to be honest, I don't really feel any, any kind of way about them because – and, like, I don't really – how can I say this? I'm not really giving them too much credit, but I'm not like, like talking down on them too much either. Like, I don't, I don't really feel any way about them because we've never been, and we will probably never be, a franchise that like develops players and a franchise that just, you know, does all of that. We've always been like a superstar franchise. Yeah. Like we, like like superstars come to LA, or like you know like we're we're not a team like we're not like you know, like a Warriors team, right, for example, who, who like, drafts really, really well and develops their, their like, talent. We're not that, like, we're not that kind of team. Mm-hmm. We'd rather just go get that superstar, put some pieces around them, and, and, and do it that way. So I don't really give credit to the front office because, I mean, like, what do you, like, what do you have to really, like, pitch, like, pitch to the free agents? Like, they, like, they know what they're coming to. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, you know what I mean? Like that's, I mean that's how I feel about it. Yeah, well for me, man, I trust the front office. Obviously, you see my profile pictures, me hugging Jeannie Bus, but uh, I just, yeah, <laughs> I just have faith in them because here's the thing: everybody's bashing Jeannie. Sell the team, sell the team, trade LeBron. And I was saying, stay patient, stay patient. Lakers will get it together. And look what happened. Rob Plinka deserves credit in the way everybody's saying, oh LeBron, the magic, not magic. Rob Plinka did call LeBron and asked he wants these players, and he did it. But Rob Plinka did everything behind the scenes. You know how certain people in the media never got information from the Lakers, not one bit during this offseason? Yeah. So what I'm what I'm thinking is I feel like they're just done giving the information to people that just throw out bad stuff about them. And I give Rob Palenka credit, Jeannie Buzz, shots to everybody in the front office. And also, um, how did you how, – what were your – I know this is our first time podcasting. So what was your thoughts about the whole Magic Johnson thing? To me, let me start first. I think it was just a whole misunderstanding. I feel like he was getting a lot of he says, she said, and Magic didn't, like, should have talked to Rob Blinko. Like, hey, like, perfect. Yeah. Hey, hey, Donald, I heard you talking about me, man. What's going on? You want to sit down and talk about it? He, he didn't have to go to the media like that. He kind of, like, thrown out their dirty laundry out there to the world. So, like, okay, maybe it seemed like the front office is bad, but – I don't believe anything that yeah. Magic Jones said. I feel like it was just a bunch of misunderstanding. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, to be honest, like, like I believe Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. but he could have handled it like better, like you said. Like, like if he had an issue or he heard something, 
you know, rather than like waiting to the last minute or waiting months later, you know, to like, or like, you know, bring it to the media, like, why not have addressed it? Like, hey, like, Rob, like, my close friends that I, that I really, really trust are telling me this, you know, like, what's like, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? But, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's, it's difficult too, because having Magic Johnson and, and, and his stature and his legacy that he, that he left with the Lakers and, you know, just his name, it like, I, I, I feel that, that like, it's hard to, I don't think him and Rob really like match well, like well together. Like, I feel like if you're going to have like a magic in the front office, you got to have like a guy like a Kobe Bryant, for example, you know, someone that, that like necessarily like that like knows the game as much as Johnson and and things like that. You just can't have like and, and I know Rob has a background in like in basketball, but I don't feel like they really clicked well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't feel like they really clicked well, and that's probably why he didn't say nothing to him because he just didn't really care for him. Yeah, it's but, it's crazy how have you noticed like when Magic Johnson was talking to me? Remember when he was talking to Stephen A. Smith? Parts of NFL, NBA uh, finals preview. Um, he's like, I, after today, I'm no, I'm stop talking about the Lakers. And ever since then, it's been a couple things about the LeBron thing dunking um, at his son's camp. Well, actually, let's dive into there. What is your thoughts about LeBron dunking at his son's camp? What is your thoughts about that? <laughs> I'm assuming you listened to my episode about this. Yeah. Um, like I don't, I I don't understand what the like what's like the big deal is. Like I I I I really don't. Like if I was a kid and like, and I was able to be like in the layup line or a dunk line or whatever you want to call it with LeBron James, like that's like that's like like a kid's dream come mm-hmm. true. You would think, you know. But 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 yeah. Like even if it wasn't their like dream come true, what's the big deal? And, and and I'm pretty sure, like, LeBron is cool with all of those kids where he feels comfortable enough to do that. I'm pretty sure he's cool with all their family. I'm pre- like, and, and, you, and you know LeBron puts money into, in, into that team. I'm not saying that gives him a reason, but LeBron's invested completely in that team, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for me, man, my, th- my thoughts of that, you know, cares about him dunking. Um, people are trying – people nitpick about LeBron, but everything he does, and you know who the most person that nitpicks at LeBron that I hope – LeBron retaliates in a way like talking back. Escape Bayless. Escape Bayless nitpicks. You know how yeah. um, I saw I saw a report, not a report, but him talking about somebody taking a contract and why isn't LeBron be this more of, of a man or something like that, something like more of a man and take less money for the Lakers. It's like, come on, man. All these star athletes deserves every penny. And real quick, I know you like football. Uh, what's your NFL team, by the way? Oh, okay. the Raiders. Well, we're not the call now because I'm LA Chargers. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what's your what, what's your thoughts about the Melvin Gordon situation? Do you think he deserves deserves every penny? Absolutely. I mean, he's like he's like he's like a like a top five running back in the in the NFL. And and do I feel like he deserves the money? Absolutely. Do I feel like the Chargers are going to give him the money? No, because the Chargers. I don't feel like you guys need him to make the playoffs, but you guys need yep, him I to totally win the Super Bowl. <laughs> because you guys have enough weapons all across the board on offense, defense. Like, on paper, you guys are, like, the best team damn near in the NFL. 
But in the playoffs, when you play like the New Englands and the Chiefs and Baltimore Steelers mm-hmm. or whoever you're going to play, you need mm-hmm. to be able to, to run the ball. And 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 although I forgot the other running back, oh, Austin number Eckler. thirty, I, uh, sort of, yeah, uh, Eckler, like he's he's good, but he's not going to be that back that can take that that can that can you know that's he's not going to be a, a playoff back. That's that's what I want to say. He's not he's not going to be that kind of guy. Melvin Gordon, he's used to that cold weather. He played at Wisconsin. Yeah, it's crazy. My, I'm a big time San Diego Charger fan slash LA Charger fan. But my team, I'm a. I always bash them. Everybody's like, "Why are you bashing at your the front office for the Chargers? They're conservative. Why don't you pay him his money?" Yeah, totally conservative. And here's the thing. That's why I think the Chargers will never win a Super Bowl because they don't go. They don't go for the home run. Oh, give him the money. Who cares? Let's just let's just go. And he liked my Instagram post. I made a video saying that the Chargers need to pay Melvin Gordon. He deserves every penny. And the yeah. death chart, the the depth chart came out today for the Chargers. Melvin Gordon's not on there. I mean, it's Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Yeah. So it's like, okay. okay. But here's my here's my here's my theory on like why the Chargers aren't paying him. Of course, because they're because they're because they're yeah, cheap as hell. That's obvious. But 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 Philip Rivers, I think they want to see where Philip Rivers is, like what he's gonna do this year. Like you know, because I feel like cause I feel like if you guys can't get it done this year, like I think you guys are done. Like. Because Philip Rivers is is getting older, I mean he's gonna probably retire. Like I don't think I don't think he's gonna have that 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 type of durability like like Tom Brady. Who knows? But I feel like you guys are trying to wait to see what you guys do with Philip Rivers before you guys sign a running back. But 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 at the same time, you need a running back because if Rivers isn't there, you're gonna have to rely on your on your running game a lot more. Because right now you can rely on your pass. You know you can because you have weapons on offense. Like you know, like yeah, you you have Henry coming back when he's healthy. He's he's gonna be like one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Keenan Allen, top five receiver. Mike Williams. You guys have weapons, and you guys rely heavily on the pass. But yeah, but like with but but without a running game, you yeah, guys aren't I totally agree with you. But if I were the Chargers, y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Call up Jacksonville and say, give me uh the running back over there in Jacksonville for Melvin Gordon. Uh. Leonard Fournette. Oh, they're not going to give him up. So, oh, no, they're not going to. That's what I would do. I would even call, like, Houston and try to get a Lamar Miller or try to call, like, a yeah. maybe even Buffalo and get a LaShawn McCoy. Maybe get some value, not no seventh round pick. And, you know what I mean? That's the thing about irritating about my L.A. Chargers, man. Oh. I'm a big fan, but they yeah. they uh, don't do things to help them win. You know what I mean? Like, look at the Patriots. Pa- Patriots re-signed Tom Brady. Extension. Boom. Got it done. So, here's the thing. Do you think Melvin Gordon's going to be a charger at the start of the season, or do you think he'll be traded? Um, I think I think he'll – I think he'll I, – I, I don't know. I don't think the Chargers are, gonna, are, are, are uh, going to uh, trade him. Um, I just feel like it's going to be like, like that little, like, same thing, like, Le'Veon Bell, he just he's just not gonna play, and then next year he just he's just he's just gonna be a free agent, and then he's gonna get his money. That's what I feel like he's gonna be. I don't feel like he's gonna really. I don't feel like he's gonna get traded, um, because I don't because I don't really feel like. I mean, cause, because if if I was a team, I don't, I don't know if I would trade a first round draft pick for him, even though like like he's worth it. But I don't I don't know if I if I would, you know, I don't know if I would give. 
a first round draft pick, maybe like like two second round draft picks, but not a first round. Like, yeah, I it's, be iffy on it, that. it's gonna be a crazy. It's, it's it's starting crazy all year from a charge man. Like we we had a chance to, last year. We, I think the because you're a Raider fan, so we I feel like the, the Chargers have to look out for the Raiders too. Everybody's talking about oh the Chiefs, the Raiders have a talented team. They got my boy Tyrell Williams. They got Antonio back healthy, so that that Raider team could be scary, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, and and of course with the with the Raiders, the X factor is is Derek Carr. We because like and and this is and this is going to be the year for Derek Carr because. I think he still he, he he still has like two years left on his deal or three years, but after this season, we can release him and there wouldn't be any guaranteed money. So this is like a like a make or break year for Derek Carr. Like he has all the weapons. We have Josh Jacobs out of Alabama, the running back, Tyrell Williams, A. B. Like we have all the weapons in the world. Like like there's like there's no excuse, you know. And it's and and I don't really feel like we have to make the playoffs, but he has to. We have to be competitive. We just can't go out there and just get blown out and yeah. win like. Three but we'll see what happens with the Raiders this season. You know? That's my biggest struggle is in that division. We'll the Raiders. Um, I got a lot of Raiders. Got a lot of Raiders fans. But surprisingly, but surprisingly though, like like I'm actually rooting. Like even though I don't like you guys, I'm actually rooting for you guys because you guys have so much talent. Like and it's ridiculous to have that much talent and not do something like you know you like you guys have, like. You guys have more talent than the than, yeah, than, but, than the Chiefs. But here's the thing: Way the, the Chiefs, more talent than the Chiefs know how to execute. I know they lost in the. They know how to they execute do. in the in the playoffs. We did. We we did against the Ravens, Patriots. I bet. You, I guarantee you, if we would have beat the Patriots, we would have won a Super Bowl last year. Guarantee, because the Rams, we're better than the Rams. Yeah. We got a better team than the Rams. I know they got Aaron Donald, yeah. but we got a better team overall, in my opinion. I feel like you guys like like last year when you guys lost to the Patriots. I feel like you guys were playing too conservative. Yep. Typical Chargers though. And and, and and you can't do that. Like where's like that's the only reason why the the the, the uh, Eagles beat them in the Super Bowl because they weren't playing conservative. They were attacking them. You know they went all in. You guys have to play the same way against the Patriots. If you guys. Yeah, want. it's you know gonna be I mean? crazy crazy season for both teams. But thank you, Donald, for coming on the Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast. Show. Yeah, man. Go ahead and give out your social media. So they can follow you and listen. Uh, oh crap! I forgot my 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 uh my uh main uh like my login, not login, my my app for oh, my go, Twitter. Right and, now, go ahead and give your anchor app. Go ahead and give your anchor so they can listen to. Oh um, you can listen to my podcast on uh, Anchor.fm/sb/podcastsports. And get my podcast. All right, man. I'll thanks for coming it. on and looking forward to having you on my podcast in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Thank you.